Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 10th, 2022. I'm teaching a series, first of all, for the whole year entitled Intentional Progress, where I believe that this is a year, not only of progress or progression for us, where we're supposed to advance, accelerate, experience uh, the favor of God in every area of our lives, but we're going to be intentional about it. We are going to be purposeful. We are going to be deliberate in our pursuit of the progress that we believe that God already established. And then I'm teaching a series about Jesus. And as we're learning life lessons from the life of Jesus, I want you to open up your heart to receive. We've been learning a lot of things. Uh, If you missed yesterday's message, you should go back and watch that. Yesterday's message, I believe, was liberating to so many people in so many ways. Listen, embrace the grace to be you and don't stress about anything else. Listen, greater is coming for you. Get ready to receive the word. So let's continue with our series. So we've been looking at life lessons from the life of Jesus. I told you that this is part of this overall thing where God told me to teach through these six steps this year. We're still in step number one. So it's going to take some time. It's going to take months, but here's the good news. I'm not in a hurry, right? So unlike, you know, like some people like, oh, I had, I got to get through this. I got to get through that. At least with today's word, you know that I'm not in a hurry. I'm just going to take my time. I'm only say what I believe the Holy Spirit is leading me to say. And that's why these series sometimes are so long and they're long because you need it. Uh, you know, if we would be honest about it, you know, sometimes I'm on like some series part 38 or part 47 or part 54. And then somebody emails me and says, man, I finally got it right. I mean, because you just don't get it right away. I mean, we have to look at these things through different lenses. And so we are learning life lessons from the life of Jesus. In John chapter 17, we already looked at John 5, 6, 8, 12, 14, 15, 16, And in John 17, he prayed the prayer. I call it the Lord's Prayer because it's a prayer that Jesus prayed. And in John 17, we've already looked at the first 10 verses. Today, we're going to look at verse 11. John 17 and 11 is the verse that we'll look at today. This is what the Bible says in Jesus's prayer in John 17 and 11. Jesus said, I will remain in the world no longer. He was like, man, it's time for me to go. I, Jesus, will remain in the world that I came to from from heaven in the world no longer, but there's still going to be in the world. So I'm coming to you, Father. Now, Holy Father, since I'm not taking them out of the world, I want you to protect them in the world by the power of your name, the name that you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. Father, you and I are one. I want them to be one. I want them to be one with us and one with each other. Let's talk about it. So what does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you in this morning from John 17 11. Three things I need you to rid your heart and your mind of all distractions. Number one, here we go. Jesus left the world, but you remain behind to continue what he started. Jesus left heaven, came to the earth, did what he was supposed to do. And then when he left, he left you and I behind to continue what he started. In his prayer, he says, I will remain in the world no longer, but they're still in the world. (laughs) So I'm coming to you. So he's like, I'm leaving but they're still going to be down here. I told you several times that that Jesus was God in the flesh. That's from John chapter one. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. All things that were made were made by him. Without him, 
was nothing made that was made and the word became flesh. Jesus was God in the flesh. He was the incarnation of God. And you and I are the continuation of his incarnation. That's why I oftentimes tell you to repeat first John 4 and 17 as Jesus is. So am I in this world. I want you to look in the mirror and see yourself as Jesus is. I want you to look, I want you to get up every morning believing that you are just like Jesus in every way. So as Jesus is, so are you in this world. We are the continuation of his incarnation. Jesus left heaven, came to the earth to redeem us from what Adam got us into. Adam got us into sin and death. And Jesus came to redeem us from sin and take the sting out of death. And so now we are redeemed from sin. We're redeemed from death from death. And Jesus showed us how to live. He showed us how to be a human conduit of the divine. And Jesus, we see an example of what it looks like for a human to be filled with the Holy Spirit, submitted to the Father in all things. And so he, he gives us an example of what it looks like for a human to extend heaven to this planet. And so when he was finished, he left. He went back to the Father, but you and I are still down here. So we're supposed to live the way he lived. We're supposed to flow the way that he flowed. We're supposed to live in the same vein. So he came with a mission, Jesus did. And we are to continue that mission. I call that Charlie Mike. And so let me let me explain. Um, uh, actually, there's somebody on this call that, that we call Charlie Mike. But, but anyway, let me explain. In military logbooks, Charlie Mike, continue mission. In military logbooks, uh, when you're doing a mission and you have, you're logging the mission, um, so when there's a part of the mission Oh, when the mission is complete, let me say it this way. When the mission is complete, then you and you you log the last action that actually completed the mission, then right to the side of it, you put MC. MC, MC stands for mission complete. But when you're when you're doing something and the mission is not complete, then to the side of it, you put Charlie Mike. Uh Charlie Mike is continue mission, right? And so there's continue mission and then there's mission complete. Well, when Jesus said it is finished. On the cross, when Jesus on the cross said, it is finished, then what he was saying was, for me anyway, for Jesus, it was MC, mission complete. But for you and I, Jesus like, I'm leaving, but I'm leaving them down here. For you and I, it's still Charlie Mike, continue mission. So his part of the mission while he was in the earth, mission complete. You and I, once he leaves and goes back to heaven and sends the Holy Spirit to us, we're supposed to Charlie Mike. We're supposed to continue the mission. You, you and I are supposed to continue where he started. We're supposed to live just like Jesus lived in this world. We are supposed to live like him in every way. When we look at a story in the Bible, and, and I know that it's so easy to look at yourself as the one with all the problems coming to Jesus, but no, we're supposed to Charlie Mike continue mission. We're supposed to be the one that the world is coming to. You're supposed to be the one with the answers. You're supposed to be the one with the anointing. You're supposed to be the one with the favor. You're supposed to be the one that went just like people came to Jesus. They're supposed to come to you. Our father is in heaven. And so, so, okay, let me say it this way. When Jesus was in the, in the earth, he didn't operate just as a human. He operated as a human conduit of the divine. Our father is in heaven. So there's a lot of things that he's not going to do in the earth unless a human agrees with him. He left He's up here and he left the earth to humans. So we're humans. So when he wanted to operate 
freely, unfettered through a, in the earth. He came as a human. He, he, Jesus was his agreement on the earth where Jesus is gone. And since Jesus is gone and we're down here, he's looking for agreement on the earth. He's looking for a human to, to agree with him so that God's kingdom plans and purposes can be manifested on this planet. He is looking for faith in the earth. So when he looks at you, he's looking for a son. He's looking for a daughter that is going to become a human conduit of the divine. The father's in heaven. There's some things he's not going to do unless he finds a human that agrees down here in the earth. He's like in, in the earth. The only people that I allowed to operate are humans. And so, so when he wanted to operate like that, I'm free. He came as a human himself. And when Jesus was down here, he was the father's agreement. And so Jesus was a human. Jesus uh, and the father's up here in heaven and Jesus provided agreement uh, from heaven. And so since he was agreeing with heaven, heaven came to the earth. Heaven was manifested on the earth. Guess what? For him, MC, mission complete for us. Charlie Mike, continue mission. Now we're supposed to live just like Jesus. So now I am the person agreeing with heaven. Now I am the person. I'm only going to say those things I hear my father say. I'm only going to do those things I'm led of the father to do. I am just like Jesus in, in this world. I continue what he started. I live the same way. And so now I'm the one that God is looking for. Okay, son, I need you to pray. Get up in the morning. Listen, has God ever woken you up in the middle of the night to pray? If God has ever woken you up in the middle of the night to pray, put that in the chat and watch this. God has woken you up in the middle of the night to pray. Why? Why, why, why wouldn't God just do it without you? Because God is looking for, for faith in the earth. He's looking for a human to set his faith in agreement, her faith in agreement uh, with you. Uh, so it's like with him. It's like, no, I'm looking for agreement in this world. I'm looking for you to bind and to loose. I'm, I'm looking for you to touch and agree. I'm looking for you. I'm looking for, for somebody to release their faith because you are the human and I'm not going to operate in this world without a human. Listen, uh, I, can't believe, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Charles Spurgeon that says, without God, we cannot, but with Without us, he will not. It's not that God can't do anything because, of course, God is God. He can do whatever he wants. But God has chosen to operate in this world through humans. God has chosen to operate in this world through you and I. And so he's looking for agreement from you and I. He had agreement from Jesus while Jesus was down here in this world. So heaven was manifested on the earth. And so now he's looking for that same type of agreement from you and I. For Jesus, it's MC, mission complete. For you and I, it's Charlie Mike continue mission. And the church said, amen. Number two, <laughs> God left you here down here in this world, but he did not leave you unprotected. He left you down here in this world. And this is a messed up world. You, this is a fallen world, but he did not leave you unprotected. I, I know that down here in this world, we deal with all kinds of stuff. We're still dealing with COVID-19, Omicron, Delta variant, all that kind of stuff. But in his prayer, he says, Holy Father, I'm leaving them down here in this world. I'm not going to, I don't want you to take them out of the world. I want you to leave them here. But Holy Father, I want you to protect them by the power of your name, the name that you gave me. There is power in the name of Jesus. And, and so, Father, we're going to leave them down here in this world, but we will not leave them unprotected. We're going to leave them down here in this world, but we're not going to leave them with a hedge. And so Jesus did not pray for the Father to take us out of the world. He knew that we live in this world. And in, in, in this world, it's a fallen world. It's in a fallen state. But he left us protected. He did not want to leave us unprotected. He left us the power of the name of Jesus. Oh, and there's power in his name. There's protection in his name. There, there's healing in his name. The supernatural can flow in his name. And he was like, listen, I want you guys to use my name. And we covered this earlier. Remember, I think it was in John 16. He was like, you've never done this before, by the way. 
after I leave and you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you're going to be able to pray to the Father directly in my name. You've never done this before, by the way, but you're going to be able to pray and use my name and the Father will do it. Glory to God. Why? Because I'm leaving you the protection of my name. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. And when you learn to be led by the Holy Spirit in all things while you're in the world, and yeah, bad things happen to good people while you're in the world. And yeah, bad things happen down here in this world. You're in a world, the Bible says, God never promised us a pain-free life. As a matter of fact, the Bible says in 2 Timothy 3 and 12, all that live godly, shall suffer persecution. Down here in this world, you're going to be a man of God, a woman of God, you're going to suffer persecution. In John 16 and 33, Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have trouble. In this world, listen, you're going to have trouble. There's, there's trouble in this world. In this world, you're going to have trouble. But thankfully, he went on to say, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. So in this world, watch this, real people deal with real problems every day. But we have a real God that said, you know what? I'm going to give you real protection. And, and part of that protection is the power that is in my name. Jesus is like, I'm not going to take you out of the world. We're going to leave you in the world, but we are not going to leave you helpless. We're not going to leave you hopeless. And we're not going to leave you without protection. You got to pray a hedge of protection. Listen, this stuff is real. And COVID is no joke. I mean, COVID is still snuffing people out. Pray a hedge of protection round about you, your family on a daily basis. Set your faith in agreement for you to experience God's best. You want to walk in God's power and use the name of Jesus. Plead the blood of Jesus over you, your children, your children's children. As you, Every day, God is looking for us to live like Jesus lived. Jesus was in sync with the Father in every way. He didn't take us out of the world. And there's some stuff going on in this world. But you and I, we have protection. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Say amen to that. All right, number three, last one for today. This is just, you know, one verse, John 17, 11. Three things. So this is the last one for today. God wants us to be one with him and also one with each other. God wants us to be one with him and also one with each other. The source of Jesus's power was his harmony with the Father. The reason why Jesus had so much power is because he was united to the Father in every way. He was just flowing with the Father. He was he was just flowing in harmony with the Father. It is the unforced rhythms of grace. Listen, I, I, ooh, some people, even believers, Christians, the reason why you're so stressed out is because there's too much flesh. There's too much of you. You're in the flesh. You're, you're carnally minded. When you are flowing with the Holy Spirit, will you work hard? Of course you're going to work hard, but it won't be you doing it. And so there's these, the unforced rhythms of grace. Jesus, when we've been studying the life of Jesus, in Jesus, we see somebody that was never stressed out. Jesus did a lot. I mean, there was days where he, he was ministering from early in the morning to late in the evening. What that, remember that day that he was sleeping on, on the, in the hinder part of the ship on a pillow? Study that. Go from Mark chapter four to Mark chapter six. Study all everything he did in one day. Jesus was busy all the time, but he was flowing in the un forced rhythms of grace. When you are one with the Father and you're being led of the Father in all things, you're going to get a lot of things done, but you won't be forcing it. You won't be, it won't be the arm of the flesh. It won't be you trying to make stuff happen. It will be you just walking with the Holy Spirit and experiencing what God has already made happen from the foundations of the world. See, the reason why Jesus had so much power is because there's unity. There is power in agreement. And so, so Jesus was in agreement with the Holy Spirit inside of him. And Jesus was in agreement with the Father and they were one. There is, there's complete unity in the Godhead, the Father, the Son, the Spirit. They're completely unified. They, 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 they are 
at the end of the day, they are integrated. They, they are, there's integrity in God because they're fully integrated. There's no disconnect between the Father, the Son, or the Spirit. The, the Spirit of God would never lead you contrary to the Word of God. The Spirit of God would never lead you contrary to the Father or the Son. Don't tell me that the Holy Ghost is leading you to do something that is clearly sin. Don't tell me that the Holy Ghost is leading you to do something that's against God's word or against the Father, because that would just never happen. The Father is completely unified. Jesus's power came from the oneness that he had with the Father, the oneness that he had with the Spirit. And we can experience that same power. Jesus prayed for us to be one as he and the Father were one. So when you die to yourself and you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, then watch this. You're going to be one with the Father, one with other people. You will stop having unnecessary, unwarranted, and unproductive disagreements with people in the body of Christ. <laughs> the, the, you, you, you know people that are always just quarreling and arguing and just fighting? That's, that's a person that's in the flesh. It's too, that's carnally minded. There's too much of you in the way. Like At the end of the day, there is power in unity. We will be unified when we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in direction direct us. However, if any of us has too much of us in the way, there's too much flesh in the way, then it's always going to lead to dissent and disruption and disagreement and disunity. So if you're around a bunch of arguing, then somebody's not being led up by the Holy Ghost. That's it. If you're, if you're around a bunch of arguing all the time, like people just arguing in disagreement, they're disagreeable, they're just nasty, they're always fighting. Somebody is not being led by the Holy Ghost. Because if you if we're led by God's Spirit, that God is not the author of confusion. So for us to be one with the Father and one with each other, we need to learn to live like Jesus lived. How did Jesus live? He only said those things. He heard the Father say. He only did those things he was led of the Father to do. And so since he was living that way, the Father was able to flow through him. Guess what? We can do the same thing. Now, living off of what God said in the Bible, that's good. But living off of what God is saying through the Holy Spirit, that's better. So if you want to be one with the Father and one with each other, you got to learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will lead you to be unified with your brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. And so at that point, uh, if if some if there's, let me say it this way: when we when you all submit to the Holy Spirit, you will experience a level of unity that you've never experienced before when you guys were in the flesh. In the flesh, at the end of the day, people argue, people fight, people have disagreements, people are selfish, people do a lot of stuff in the flesh. But when we're led by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will lead us to be one. Here's the lesson. The lesson is for us to be one with the Father and one with the Holy Spirit, we have, I mean, one with the Father and one with each other, we have to be led by the Holy Spirit. And it's never going to happen when there's too much of us in the way. So as you learn to die to self, and we need to die to self, as you learn to yield to the Holy Spirit, and we need to yield to the Holy Spirit, you will experience a whole nother level of unity with God and with other people. And here's another thing, you're going to have peace. <laughs> it's, it's a peace that is sorely needed in the world right now. We live in a world right now, I'm, I'm, I'm about to close, but we live in a world right now that, that's struggling with mental health. Uh, and you know why? you know, part of it is, is, is because at the end of the day, there's too much of you in the way. It's like you're full of yourself. People are taking on distressing anxiety because they are looking at things from a human point of view. 
and and they're struggling with really with with distressing anxiety, thoughts of depression and despair, even battling thoughts of suicide. And part of it is because we haven't fully yielded to the Holy Spirit. When we yield to the Holy Spirit and we start to look at things from God's perspective, not only will we see ourselves differently, not only will we see God differently, but we're going to see each other differently as well. We're going to have a lot more grace towards other people. We're going to be extenders of grace because we're recipients of grace. And so please don't get your flesh all worked up. Don't don't get all, all up in the flesh and or like people say, "Oh, I'm, you know, I'm in my feelings." Okay. Okay. <laughs> At least you acknowledge it, right? So you're in your feelings and now here you are huffing and puffing. But is that the Holy Spirit? No. So as you yield to the Holy Spirit now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to be, you know, uh, um, angry about things. Jesus was angry about things. He he kicked out the money changers. But you're going to be angry about the things that God is angry about. And you're going to be unified with those that are being led by the Holy Spirit. A lot, you have a lot more peace and you have better relationships when you learn how to be led by the Holy Spirit and stop just being caught up in the flesh, full of pride, you know, arrogant, looking down on people, all of that, that needs to stop. Let's be led of the Holy Spirit in all things. The Father wants us to be one, right? As Jesus and the Father were one, one with him and one with each other. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to speak this over your life. Uh, Speak this by faith. Say, Father, I thank you for taking the time to teach me about your grace through the life of your son. In Jesus, I see a perfect example. While Jesus was in the world, you, Father, were in heaven. He was in the earth, and he was submitted to you in all things. So heaven was manifested on the earth. Jesus is no longer here. Jesus left the world. He went back to heaven. But now I'm the one down here. I am here like Jesus was here. I have the Holy Spirit like Jesus had the Holy Spirit. I can hear your voice like Jesus heard your voice. You can flow through me like you flow through Jesus. So, Father, I give myself to you. I am just like Jesus. And I get to use the power in his name. In the name of Jesus, I operate like he operated. Through me, souls are saved. Burdens are removed. Yokes are destroyed. Broken relationships are restored. And lives are changed forever. Not by my power, but by your power. And as I live this way, being led by your spirit, learning to be one with you and one with each other, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes for free, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. I know that last point was something that people don't like to hear all the time, but at the end of the day, we got to stop getting in our feelings. We got to stop being so emotional. We got to stop getting in the flesh. We got to be led of the Holy Spirit so we could be one with the Father and one with each other. Do me a favor. If this message was a blessing to you, then share some comments in the chat. Leave me some comments in the chat. I go back and I read those. And then another thing is please share this message right now on your social media, 
on your timeline and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. Have an amazing day. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.